Welcome back to Show Me What I've Been Missing, your pop, pop, uh, pop, oh, I've all stumbled right out the gate, your pop culture podcast that says, hey, remember Sutter Stanley, Sutter Stanley. <laughs> oh man, Six Sense reference. Uh, yeah, I stumbled out the gate, sorry everybody. Uh, I, we've been off a yeah. little longer than planned. Yeah. Uh, thank you for your patience. I'll address, I'll just put an explanation in the description as to Tell why. Tell me though. Y'all enough to get this information. <laughs> if you are we'll liking and subscribing, you get to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or liking, yeah. comment, subscribing, then we'll give you all the information. Yeah. Do you ever think yeah. of that? I mean, it's going to be in the description, but like, just know that next time we may not be so nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I'm more subscribers, though. <laughs> we're almost at 200, so, you know, oh, we yeah. jumped up like 12. Yes. Hey. hey. All right. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm. I'm one of your hosts, Elizabeth Stanton, and my other host here is Chris Mack. What's up, guys? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. And we are watching Sex in the City from start to finish. Boop. I've seen it too many times. Chris has seen it hardly at all. Yeah. Uh, and we are on season five, episode yes. one. Yes. Season five is a short season, by the way. You know, she got uh, Franco. Like. Oh right! Yeah, yeah, yeah. At some yeah, point, yeah. I forget at what point in the series but she gets prego in real life sarah oh, yeah. did uh and takes time off to have a baby so they have a pretty short season five and then season six is split into like six a and six b but really you should probably just be like it's six and seven whatever right well because that was during the writer strike right oh the- maybe yeah no yeah. i don't think it times up to where that late in the game Okay. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Time-wise. I know that happened with like uh, a few oh. shows. That happened with like um, Entourage. That happened with. Oh, me. Uh, I'm sorry. There are there were two in the 2000s, weren't there? I think. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm confusing my writers' tricks. So yes, that may that may have been an issue as well. We'll address it as as we come. Okay. Um. But yeah. So uh, nice. season five, episode one, anchors away. Yes. This is a great. This is a great opener. Yeah, aka yeah. Hello Sailor. <laughs> yeah, that's what it should have been called. Hello Sailor instead of Anchors Away. I mean, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was Anchors cool. Away. It was a nautical pun, but like Hello Sailor would have been way better. Yeah, it's all right. You know, it's in the past. You can't change it now. But Just, this is a great opener. It was fun, man. I, yeah, it's a fun little like, episode. episode was, yeah, yeah, it was super fun. It reminded me of like, like the same. Um, like you ever seen the movie Hitch? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it kind of had like that same uh, like feel to it where you just like kind of fell in love with New York again while watching it, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think it's funny too because we we talked about it in the last episode because the last episode of season four was this big love letter to New York and it yeah. aired about six months after 9-11. Oh, but the, yeah. the funny part, or not funny, but the interesting part is that that episode that very love letter to new york episode was apparently like completely like shot and written and titled before 9 11 ever happened they were like no we didn't plan on it being like a tribute to new york episode it just kind of happened to be one um and so it's funny that this episode is also kind of a tribute to new york yeah episode uh perhaps more intentionally yeah yeah never specified yeah definitely Um, and it was also, it didn't feel like just a love letter to New York, the city. It also kind of felt like a love letter to 
this show itself. Mm -hmm. You know, you kind of like kind of fell in love with the characters. Like, you know, the jokes that they were like about the jokes were a little bit more endearing. Yeah. Like, you know, solid. They weren't just like corny for a show. Like it was like all like everybody brought a piece of something into it. It's kind of like they brought everything that we got, like all the, the characteristics that we liked about all the characters was in this show and like none of the bad things. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this is definitely a firing on all cylinders. Like Yeah, yeah, it really episode. was. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, absolutely. Boom. So whom do you want to start with first? Man, this is kind of hard because they kind of all mesh together, really. Like, mm -hmm. well, I guess the only person that kind of had a separate story was maybe uh, 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 Miranda? Yeah. Should we start with her? Yeah, we can start there. But she kind of starts it off anyway. With yeah. Which is also another thing that I kind of like was like, they started the episode off like we saw Carrie first, but it really wasn't her story that pushed the episode, like got it going. It was kind of Miranda that kind of got the episode going. Yeah, that was pretty well balanced, I have yeah. to say. No yeah. one's like storyline, it feels like just, I'm mainly referring to Samantha, <laughs> no one's storyline is just like, Oh, they had sex, you know, to, in a trampoline store and they've been <laughs> bouncing you know yeah 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 for sure, from yeah. bouncing baby boys to bouncing off the walls <laughs> <laughs> oh my god point we're back baby we're back <laughs> Oh, oh man. Uh, so yeah, let's start with Miranda then. <laughs> yeah, let's get it. So they're at brunch, and uh, while they're while Samantha is talking about Richard, which we'll, who we'll get to, yes. uh, and and cursing in front of the baby, Charlotte's like, "Oh my god, you have to stop! You can't curse in front of baby. You can absolutely curse in front of babies that small. He's fine. He doesn't know it. He's yeah, not that baby. That baby's way too. That baby is not gonna remember." His first word will not be fuck or pussy, yeah, don't worry. No, not at all. Like, unless that baby's a super genius yeah. at this point, I'm pretty sure that baby will not remember anything. Like, you can have, like, I mean, he's breath, this baby is breastfeeding. I don't name a person yeah. that, if somebody's gonna tell me they remember breastfeeding, that means you were breastfeeding at like four, because there ain't no way, <laughs> <laughs> ain't no way you can tell me you remember breastfeeding. Like, no mm -hmm. way. Nobody remembers anything from not even one years old. I mean, at, what, at this point, this baby's what? He's like Six a months? few months old. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not even a year. Not even close to a year. Yeah. So Charlotte's all like, oh no. And Miranda's like, look, look, it's fine. He's fine, you know. Um, and then they're after lunch, they're gonna go shopping for fun to like cheer Carrie up after Charlotte's great love discussion. Again, we'll get to it. Yeah. Uh and Miranda goes, Oh, I forgot the like binky. And Samantha's like, Well, why don't you go on home and get it? And like <laughs> literally shoves her in a cab it's so mean <laughs> samantha's up and she's like get this fucking baby out of here she didn't get it. i mean that was the fastest anyone has ever gotten a cab on this television show like right? she couldn't wait to get rid of miranda <laughs> she was waiting as soon as she said oh i forgot me. she's like oh well you know just hey listen yeah. don't let us slow you down why don't you just get on home and get your baby that binky <laughs> yeah <laughs> which i i mean poor miranda that's like 
Miranda's yeah. like still trying to hang. She's like, and she's totally down and she's not being like overly, you know, cutesy as she always said she wouldn't be with the baby. She obviously loves baby boy Brady yes. and, you know, cares for him and whatnot, but like she's not letting it, or she's trying to not let it dominate her life. Um, but she gets home and, like, oh, oh, sorry. Oh, no, good. Uh, just my thing is like, I understand because like this is whole episode she's like trying not to do that which I get but at the same token it's like at this point in the baby's life you kind of have to be that right really like if, these are like the, like these are like our critical where the baby like depends on you the most mm. you know what I mean you know yeah. like that baby is nowhere near close enough to be independent in any kind of way or like you not be around it or like your brain to not constantly be on it right because we all know science typically when a woman has a baby like that changes the whole chemistry in her brain to want to be around the baby and be attached to the baby at all mm -hmm. times like mm -hmm. she's almost trying to kind of by nature yeah, yeah she's like i'm not gonna be a mom but it's like you're a mom like you know surprise like, you had a baby <laughs> yeah you did that it's you know, like you're not gonna go back to being miranda hobbs high power lawyer right mm -hmm. away you know what i'm saying it's gonna it's gonna take a few months or yeah, maybe, it's, it's it's not that you you can never go back to what you did before, sure. but it will still be a bit different, and it will take time. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, obviously, parents uh, and moms in particular, like it. You know, it it is a defining thing, but you don't have to let it like completely alter like who you no, are. No, I mean, but. I but you can't pretend like it's not changing anything. Yeah, I, I think right now her, I mean, and obviously that's, you know, I think that's the point of the show and her character is kind of, you know, it, towards the end of the episode, I think she kind of figures that out as well. But like at these at this moment, this is not the time to try to like get your life back. Like there, there's yeah. no way you can get your life back when you literally have a newborn that's still yeah. breastfeeding. Like it's breastfeeding. You That's... And, mo and, you know... And Miranda uh, has help, a lot of help, as we learned. And honestly, like, I feel, I, I don't have kids, uh, obviously, but, like, I think the sort of consensus is, like, until you kind of get them into preschool and stuff like that, where, like, or, like, a, or if you just do daycare right at the outset, um, but, like, let's say you don't want to do that, you do, like, while wait till, like, preschool, kindergarten, like, yeah, your life gets very much taken up by the baby. You yeah, know, that's just they require you know we are not we are very advanced but we are also very delicate creatures and require uh you know as far as mammals go a lot of early care yeah. <laughs> we're not yeah. giraffes plopping out of like eight feet off the ground and walking right. it off right it's not how we roll <laughs> we... yeah totally. totally um but yeah so miranda gets home and her housekeeper Magda is all like excited for the baby, and she's like, "Well, it's nap time." Which people, Pushy ass Magda, man, that bitch is yeah. so. Oh, but she like uh, Magda, you, bro. You, you're gonna learn to love Magda. No, I'm I'm not. No, I don't what? like her. She's so judgy. She's so pushy. She just like just intrudes on Miranda's life. It's like this, like she whatever the way that she grew up. She's like this is the way it's supposed to be. I don't give a fuck about what your opinion is or how you want to do it. Like, like the fact, okay, so Miranda comes home and fucking Steve comes out of her kitchen eating a sandwich because like Magda let him in and like made him a sandwich. Like, yeah. who the fuck are you? That is your, that's right. That's a bit of a, a boundary cross, but. Yeah, like, and, and here's the thing. Miranda already checked this bitch. Yeah. Like, 
twice before. Like, stay the fuck out of my shit and you do what you're fucking paid for. You're not here to be my fucking mom. You're here to be my fucking maid. And the bitch still keeps intruding. Like, like, like she can't get fired. That's fair. Sorry, I'm, I'm no, no, no. Your your point is valid. I didn't. I had not thought of that. I just that don't one. appreciate that because I would have been like, "Look, bitch, I already checked you. Are you trying to get fired? Because you're yeah. this close. I'll find a like. There's a bunch of Eastern European maids in this fucking city. This is New York. I'll find a replacement. You feel me? Like, don't. I got money, bitch. I get. I'll get somebody here tomorrow. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, but like. Steve is like, oh, like, let me pay attention to the baby. Miranda's like, it is nap time if I don't get him down now, you know. Yeah. Uh, but shout out to Miranda for having a baby nurse and being like, I'm going to hand him off to the baby nurse to get him put down for the nap. I know. When she was saying it, I was like, oh, she, she like, you should like handling shit up. And then little Asian lady comes out. I'm like, oh, you got a whole, I, you got a whole crew <laughs> taking care of this baby. Yeah. Well, see, because I was, I was kind of feeling bad for her because, um, you know, the way that, 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 uh, um, Oh, I can't think of her name. Samantha, like, kind of shoved her into a cab. I was, like, feeling bad for her. I'm like, you know, she's a single mom in New York. That shit got to be hard. Like, even though she got a little bit of money on her and stuff like that, like, it's still not, like, I can imagine being a single mom, period. But, like, I especially can imagine being a single mom in a place like New York, man. That just seems like, Mm -hmm. you know, the highest level of stress. But then she got, like, I mean, not saying it's, like, not stressful still, but, like, she got a team, though. You know what I mean? So it's not like she's, you know, that, she's not, like, super single like but most people in new york yeah yeah single mom you know what i mean um but and 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 miranda gets steve out the door and i mean i have been around plenty of people with kids you have family friends you don't fuck with nap time man you get you got to let nap time happen yeah Who, who cares you gotta let those things sleep. Yeah, once you get, yeah. Once you start a kid on a schedule, you have to be consistent with that. Yeah. Any kind of fluctuation in the schedule, that's no, that's not. That, it, it, yeah, it's not game. It's game over, man. Game over. Game yeah. over. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. I mean, it's bad before too. Like, if the kid don't get that nap when he's supposed to get that nap, gonna be a lot of cranky adults yeah. later yeah. on. Yeah. Um, oh and. Goodness. And then Carrie later comes because Carrie like recognizes how you know how much they're they're kind of intentionally and unintentionally shutting Miranda out uh, of the friend group. So she swings by Miranda's and is like, "Hey, I just brought over you know like pastry stuff and you know I just hang out and chit chat." And Miranda's like, "Oh my god, sure, yeah, yeah." And uh, and Miranda's like, "But I'm worried about." Brady, he's not eating, and she's all distracted. So, like, you know, Carrie's kind of talking and joking, and Miranda's like, "Huh, what? Oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'm missing everything." And then I, Miranda is trying to breastfeed Brady and whips them bad boys out. Right on that. <laughs> no, no hesitation. Didn't even give Carrie a warning. She wasn't even like, "Hey, my teddy's about to come out." She just popped out one he was like and she was like oh he don't want that one let me pop out the other one i was just like oh yeah a lot of titties in this episode a lot, a lot of titties of, in this episode a lot of brown. more than i thought i was gonna see i'm not mad about that man don't get me wrong you know what i'm saying I, I i enjoyed it but it just it was it was like unexpected boob i was just like yeah. oh like the only person who literally didn't show her boobs in this show is carrie today and she contractually never will interesting i you know what because i was thinking that i was like okay how did all the other characters show a breast 
or at least one breast. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Charlotte mm-hmm. showed a breast and we'll get to that. But like Carrie didn't. Like there was no there's no way to write that in. But that I that that was the first thing that popped in my mind. I was like, I bet you Sarah Jessica Parker has something in her contract where she never showed she sure did. Think back to you. Every sex scene you've ever seen her in in the in the show, she is either wearing like a bra, bralette, some kind of thing covering uh-huh. her, or covered with a sheet. Uh huh. You do not see the goods. Huh? Yeah. Even when she was with Aiden, Maggie, whenever they would like show them about to have sex of any kind, mm-hmm. she always was like either in a bra or yeah, like or like if her clothes came off, she was like covered up by like some uh, like some some. Some form of way she was covered. Yep. Huh. Yep. I mean, I'm not, I get it. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Yep. If you can pull the contract, you know. Listen, if, yeah, the best hammer. If, you know, you, in this business, you, you do got to set boundaries because motherfuckers will push you to try to mm-hmm. do some shit you don't want to do. And that's, and that's good on her to have those boundaries set legally. So, a motherfucker, try her and you be like, um, go talk to my lawyer. Yeah. That's great. Um, so it's, it's very awkward and Miranda's like so frustrated and she's like, I don't want to be the mom that can't carry out a conversation. And Carrie's like, it's no big deal. And Miranda's like, no, it matters. My friendships matter to me. But like, like you said, you know, Miranda is kind of ignoring nature. There's, there is such, totally such a thing as mommy brain. Yeah. You are all distracted and tired. She, and I think Miranda's just being hard on herself for like trying to be all those things at once, like yeah. being a good mom, but also being like who she was before. Yeah. And like those things can coexist, but you just got to understand maybe not exactly at the same time. It may be not like four months after the baby's born. It's right. Like, yeah. You know? yeah. Your brain is literally only fixated on keeping that human being alive. Mm-hmm. So like, you got to give yourself a little bit of a break when it comes to yeah. Got to give yourself feeling. grace on that. Stuff. Yeah, they like that baby ain't gonna get any older any quicker. Like mm-hmm. that, you know, that baby's the baby. That's what it is. He's a little baby. Yeah. Uh, but they they you know Carrie reassures her, and then they joke about her boobs because Carrie's like, first of all, they're huge, and I wasn't prepared to see them, and your nipples are also huge, <laughs> and I'm going to need trauma counseling. <laughs> So it was a lot of boob. It was a lot of boob. And I, I did like Carrie jokingly saying to Miranda, like, you're a mom, but it's okay. I won't tell anyone. And I think yeah. that's like such a big character. Yeah, obviously a big Yeah, that was a good, yeah, that was a good moment for those two. Yeah. Cause it kind of it kind of let Miranda kind of just, you know, stop being so hard on herself. Stop being yeah. so hard for like becoming a mom. It's like, dude, you it's not a bad thing to be a mom. Like no one ever called you, you know, you're like yeah. no one's gonna, you know, take you out the street and shoot you in the head for being a mom. Like that's just, you know, yeah. circle of life. <laughs> it's what happens. Yeah, you're born and you create some humans and then you, you know, do it all over again. Yeah. And then later on, Miranda's taking care of babe, uh, Brady with the baby nurse and Brady's little like belly button umbilical cord thing falls off and then the cat steals it and Miranda like just fucking melts down like I don't blame and the nurse is no help the nurse is like all freaked out too like yeah, she's, like, not gonna, yeah she's not gonna touch it I'm like that that kind of that kind of struck me weird because it's like I feel like that's definitely so I mean I guess maybe that's not in for for not trying to be stereotypical but like usually Asian women aren't that fickle when it comes to things like that like they get in like oh, American girls too soft I got this like, you know what I mean like 
Then they, like they're not, they're usually not very skittish when it comes to you know shit like this that. Is, like, this is the one time the show is breaking a stereotype. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. No, I mean I'm with it. It's While just, simultaneously like, maintaining one because she never speaks. Yeah. <laughs> which is shitty. Uh, that's just. I mean, honestly, I don't know if that was a stereotype. I think that was just like HBO not wanting to pay somebody, so they just got a, an extra to come in and now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did, did you, you watch? Did you watch the like, first? Oh, we'll give you a credit. You will, we'll give you a credit. Like we won't pay you, but we'll give you a credit. You'll be a featured, heavily featured yeah. actor. And then because yeah, I do love the joke earlier when yeah, the baby nurse opens the door, doesn't say anything to Carrie. And then Miranda greets her and Carrie's like, she doesn't speak. And Miranda's like, no, and I love her. I mean, who doesn't love, like, I, look, I, I am a talker. I'll talk to people. It's fine. But like, oh, a quiet Uber ride is just, just well, also too, man, like, you know, it's, it's, that's kind of a good asset to have, you know, in the life that she's living right now, you know, it's kind of chaos going on with having a newborn and stuff like that. You don't want somebody like a fucking Magda talking your ear off about what you think you should be doing or how you should be conducting yourself and shit like that. You know, Magda probably got all kinds of shit to say. And Miranda's yeah. probably ready to fucking choke that bitch out. But it is still, it is a still a very common stereotype of the silent yeah. Asian yeah. woman helper. It's bad. It's not good. They gotta not do that. But the, yeah. the, 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 your joke about not wanting to give her a line so they had to pay her more. Did you watch the series? The rehearsal at all on HBO with Nathan Fielder. Oh, uh, it it is too convoluted and complicated. But the one of the last episodes, he's having a party that he's like faking, and they're only paying for background people who, and if they speak, it'll cost them more. So he's pretend he's ha- trying to have conversations with all these people who are like, I can't, you know, they can't speak. So they're they're mining conversation with him, and he's like oh okay well i just yeah i think the birthday party's going pretty well it's so weird it's such a great like it's extra real. level of weirdness but it's so funny but um but if, yeah, but if you ever done background you under, that that's like normal shit like honestly that's probably what they did for that poor lady they probably were just like look we'll give you a credit yeah you don't have to say anything because like if she said one more she said one word she just said hello they would have to pay her like five hundred dollars yeah that's why um Everyone loves the part in Dumb and Dumber when he walk when Jim Carrey walks out and goes, "Big gulps, huh?" Well, see you later. Yeah, and it's improvised. Like Jim Carrey forgot the line he was supposed to say, but like obviously it's super funny because it's just yeah. a weird dumb thing. And he and the two guys who are out there, he says it to, don't say anything or react, and it's because they were extras and told don't speak. Yeah. And yeah. it's clear he's like trying to get not he's not trying to get them talking negative way, but like. He just he flubbed his line and and that's what came out though and that's what they kept which is just funny too but <laughs> no that's yeah people do it all the time yeah that's because it just it just costs less and also too it makes sense too because like I mean looking at the production value on this this episode I mean I'm pretty sure it costs them a lot especially with, they spent like, money the, on the party at the end and stuff like that like you know also shooting in New York is already costly but then like oh, yeah. there was a lot of moving parts to this episode so I mean. Yeah. They probably didn't have a budget for like five hundred, you know, five hundred dollars for the lady to say like, "Hello, goodbye." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, the the cat steals the like umbilical cord belly button thing, and Miranda melts down and calls call Steve. Steve remains calm and gets the the thing back from the cat, and 
And that's kind of all we see of that. Like, we don't really see any resolution. There's no, like, fallout from him coming over. But, yeah, he's a co-parent, so I guess it's nice he came by. That's what that's what I was trying to... Uh, 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 that's what That was one thing that was kind of bugging me a little bit about uh, this episode was, like, it seemed like she's still trying to push him away and not allow him to be a father, even though in the last season, she kind of... It seemed like she kind of came to terms with, like, yeah. him be involved, and, like, now she's got like a whole team and you know he shows up to try to help and she's like uh basically i don't need you but it's like yeah you do yeah he's a good guy like yeah he's an idiot but like he's clearly better at this than you are and you know? he got it you know like, we rag on him but he does he does technically have his shit together yeah he's a good guy like as far as like taking care of a kid he seems like he knows what the fuck he's doing a little bit you know a little bit yeah yeah, at least, but like, I mean, at least he knows how to keep his shit together when a cat steals a bagel. Yeah. Did you call it a bagel? A uh, uh, navel. Oh, navel. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think I said? I thought you said bagel for some reason. <laughs> if, no, I will never refer to that as a bagel. I, I don't know if not. I've seen some that resemble like little small, like mini quiches. I guess you could consider that a bagel. No. Moving on. Moving uh, on. Yeah, moving on. Uh, that face you made made me very uh, self-conscious, so we're going to move on. <laughs> moving right along to Charlotte? Yeah, why not? That story is kind of quick. Yeah. So, um... The next, right? Say it again? So it kind of flows into the next, right? Yeah. Uh, so at the brunch, you know, they they do the brunch. I don't want to get into what she says at the table because it kind of ties into Samantha and uh, Carrie's storylines. Because we're gonna go right into we're basically gonna flow right from her shit. Yeah. So we'll we'll um we'll let that lie. So at at home, Charlotte realizes her apartment door still says McDougal, and like that's what she's still listed as. So she changes it changes it back to York. Um. And then she is going to go to the movies with Anthony. Mario Cantone is back. Yeah, I love yeah, him. <laughs> yeah, great character. And they're going to go see uh, a movie and they see another sailor. Because I should say, what part of what kicks it off is after the brunch, they all, when they're all out before Samantha shows Miranda in a cab um, for having a baby, they see sailors out on the street and it's fleet week in new york which is uh when all the ships dock and they just let sailors run wild through the city is that all it is i that's basically how they describe it i don't know if that's a real thing but we definitely i mean that's definitely it's like um, the one thing i forgot to fucking google before we start <laughs> i mean here's the thing as uh i know like when i was in hawaii and stuff like that there were definitely i they i, I didn't know if there was a name for it but there were definitely uh, times where naval ships would dock for coming from other countries, and that would be mm-hmm. like, and then our ship. I mean, there was a naval base already on the the island, of course, but like, it wouldn't be as populated with naval people until the ships came in. It'd be like you know three or four ships at a time, so you could see you know the white navy suits all over the place, and mm-hmm. down, of course, every girl would be going after them because you know that white suit. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a thing. According to Wikipedia, it's a United States Navy, Marine Corps, and Coast Guard tradition in which active military ships recently deployed in overseas operations dock in a variety of major cities for one week. Once the ships dock, the crews can enter the city and visit its tourist attractions. At certain hours, the public can take a guided tour of the ships. 
Often Fleet Week is accompanied by military demonstrations and air shows, such as those mm -hmm. provided by the Blue Angels. Mm -hmm. uh, and it first started in 1935 in San Diego. Oh, uh, I wonder uh well i guess it's the nate but i don't know i wonder there if like any of these were coming from like the middle east right this is technically after this is this so is, like... would be considered during the well no we it wasn't 2003 yet i don't think no it still would be 2002 when this episode aired yeah so but it we, happened... we would not formally be involved in operation iraqi freedom was that it no but we was in our afghanistan Yes, that's right. So, so yeah, this aired in July twenty, uh, July twenty first, two thousand two. Well, I can tell you what: if there's Marines there, they definitely came from Afghanistan. Yeah, <laughs> they definitely did. I don't know about the Navy, but if there was Marines out there, they definitely came. Because <laughs> that's how we. That's how. That's how basically everybody was getting home from Afghanistan. Like, yeah, you go over there, do what you got to do, and then they stick you on a ship for like another three months, and then you port back into you know wherever major city. Um, so the, uh, Anthony and Charlotte spot more sailors as they're about to head to the movies and one like looks at Charlotte he's like go get her go get his number uh, and she's like oh I, I'm just I'm not looking for you know I want to find my next great love and he's like who cares just get a bang you know enjoy it since you haven't had sex in like way too long and she, he's, he's like, when's the last time you had sex? And she goes, uh, he's like too long if you had to think about it it's too long he's like I had sex at 10.30 this morning at the gym nice <laughs> and then charlotte is uh like I, I don't want to he's like you got to hook up with somebody after six six months or otherwise it's gonna close over <laughs> and you and you hit That's menopause nice. um if you cannot tell anthony is not a doctor that is not right. how that works right yeah no, no, it's like definitely the case there'd be a, a few women <laughs> without functioning vaginas anymore like I, i'd be I'll, i'd I'll, be one of them uh, oh yeah God. yeah like, if that was a thing too, right? Wouldn't there be a procedure by this point? That oh, yeah. Know about that? You would have to go to like... Men would figure out open? how to fix that so fast. Yeah, like, we, yeah, it'd be like a reopening procedure all over the place. Oh, except actually, because men don't give a fuck, they actually wouldn't figure out how to fix it. No, 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 we would. No, we would. No, we, no you we, wouldn't. No, we, no, we would, because it benefits us too. <laughs> you gotta remember it benefits us you know what I mean so yeah it's like, it's true okay I mean why do you think we came up with birth control you think that was for y'all that was for us that's what we yeah. didn't we so if you little bitches won't take it <laughs> well no, oh, yeah. the side it's, effects it's are weird oh are they yeah, oh, it's, for they? it's for you for us that's why yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying if they, if, if well, they don't give a damn about the side effects for women just as long as it doesn't fuck up their situation yeah. Yeah. yeah you get it I'm glad you understand. Appreciate it. Now we now you know we don't gotta talk about it anymore. This is why you fuckers can't make laws about our, our shit. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. Well, we know if it closed over, we definitely open it back. <laughs> oh dear God. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, that, you know what? And let me tell you, that procedure would be free. <laughs> that shit would be free. <laughs> I have all these other medical problems, especially ones related to being a woman, but uh, but you're telling me those all cost a million dollars, but the the flap opening is free. One hundred percent. I hate this. I hate this. Girl <laughs> Listen, I'm just I'm just telling you the truth. You're not that, wrong. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that should be a free process and free clinics everywhere. You wouldn't even have to get an appointment. They'd be like, "Come see us right now." Look at home visits. Home visits. Yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll come to you and get that thing open. We'll, 
Unbelievable. You don't need no insurance or nothing. That'd be a free procedure. But, uh, yeah. So they joke about that, and then they go to the big Fleet Week party. And... Oh, wait. We forgot a great joke. When she was like, he's like, oh, he's like, yo, you should hook up with a sailor. She's like, I can't do that. And he's like, oh, you're clearly not gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like that's a fantastic joke because like yeah. yeah that's I mean he had sex that morning like that's yeah. it, you know what I mean like clearly she ain't really about that life <laughs> no she's trying though God bless her yeah. she goes to the the Fleet Week party she's with a naval officer and he's like show your tits that's an order I mean so gross two, two things one uh he's lucky this wasn't like. Charlotte, like three years ago, because she might have slapped him in the face. She might have, like, yeah. No way, like season two, Charlotte would have ever accepted him. Just been like, she would have gone ah, and run away. Yeah. Oh, she'd be gone. <laughs> she got about that table. She threw that drink in his face and got the fuck up out of that table. But like, you know, she's horny, and she- <laughs> it was so. But it was, it was so. I felt so bad for her because she was, you know, it was cute, it was sexy, and then Carrie fucked it up. Oh, I know. Walking ass, walking up right as <laughs> so- she show the titty i was like so funny charlotte like gets up the nerve to do it and she's like i'll do one and so she takes down her dress to show one and right when she does it carrie walks up and goes oh jesus (laughs) (laughs) i mean to be fair she wasn't expecting to see boo i get it she was not expecting to see who was who was ready for titty you know what i mean that was that was it was a little severe yeah (laughs) but and then Charlotte, like, you know, puts her ba- back and it's, it's, she's like, I can't do this with the guy. He, he's like, all right, what do you mean? He saw a tit, so he's all right. Uh, but th- but then it says Charlotte figures that buys her another three months flashing her boob to a total stranger. And I'm like, you know what? For Charlotte, it does. For I, Charlotte- everybody's spectrum is different in, mm-hmm. I think, that sense. And I think for Charlotte, that counts. I mean, and to be fair, I mean, it's not like she's getting over an ex-boyfriend. She is getting over a, a marriage. marriage. So yeah. I'll give her that. I'll give her that. Because that's, you know, that's a little bit more complicated of an issue than just, you know, oh, I dated this guy for like a few months. We broke up. Mm-hmm. So we'll give her that. Also, it's kind of good, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, she don't want to be like out there, out there. You know what I mean? Like, she just got, you know, like, she plans on getting married again. So she ain't trying to like be out there and just be like in them streets. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, she ain't trying to start that life. But Samantha is trying to start restart that life because she is uh, done with Richard because he cheated on her at the end of last season. And so she's furious about it. Like, she, that's why she's cursing in front of the baby and saying, like, fucking pussy and all that, you know, yeah, all that. And, um, you know, Charlotte does give Samantha the advice, though, that she's like, you got to, like, move on because you only get two great loves in your life. And she's like, and they're like, what? And Charlotte's like, I read this thing that says you only get two great loves in your life. Blah, 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 blah. And uh, Miranda says, like, uh, I don't have any. They're like, what about Steve? And she's like, yeah, he's a friend. Samantha's like, I just want great lovers. And Carrie refuses to answer. And Charlotte goes, oh, but it was Aiden and Big. Yeah, I mean, Charlotte wasn't trying to be a dick, but like, she was. I, know that hurt her. I know that was a gut punch. Because like, oh, yeah. like, okay, if let's say Charlotte is correct mm-hmm. and you do only get two great loves she kind of fucked up both yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, I mean you, we all know ultimately what happens right but like if at this point right because like this is you know we don't know in the future but like 
at this point, if those are your two great loves and neither one of them are in your life anymore, you about to be lonely. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if that's that is the case. But. Yeah. But we'll we'll get back to the love thing because then Samantha comes home from shopping and she has like another voicemail from Richard where he's like, "Come see me for dinner." And she shows up and she looks so fucking good here. I was like, oh, oh, wow. Like, <laughs> it's another she, jaw dropper from her. She like, she's a, it's a gold dress and a gold coat. And I just was like, Whoof, like caught off guard how great she looked in that scene. She came back with vengeance. She literally yeah. just came there to sit, to, to come there looking as hot as she could possibly look, mm-hmm. sit down for 2.3 seconds, throw a drink in his face and walk the fuck out. I was so like, great. Damn, that was savage. That was oh. that was just like peak pettiness savage. Like just let you know you ain't shit. I don't give a fuck. That's why Samantha's the best. Because oh, what a move. What savage. a series of moves. So great. Savage. Savage. Love it. Best and move I've ever seen on TV. So they always showed drinks being thrown in people's faces and movies and TV and stuff. My dad saw it happen in real life one time. Really? What they don't tell you, and they never show them the thing, is alcohol burns. So if it gets thrown in your face and gets into your eyes. Right. Yeah, yeah, It yeah. really fucking hurts. Like they, yeah. he said, like the guy was like, not screaming, but definitely like, you know, yeah. vocalizing in pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah, because in movies, they always just make it seem like it's just like embarrassing. It, it just splashes and you're like, oh my yeah. stars. Yeah. <laughs> oh my stars. <laughs> Why'd you just turn into a debutante? Oh, my stars. <laughs> oh, my heavens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, something to keep in mind, if you do plan to do that to somebody, uh, know that it's going to, like, hit their eyeballs and probably burn and um, create an even bigger scene that you may intend. But that didn't happen in the show. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. I would never throw a drink in my face too because drinks are too expensive. But like, yeah, right. I would hope nobody would ever throw one in my face either. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I just paid for that. How dare you? That's just like twenty dollars. What are you doing? Yeah, no, I, I, I just don't like being like unexpectedly, you know, wet, wet, gross. <laughs> um. So she ta- she's telling Carrie about it the next day and she's like, I she's like, I can't even be around this guy. He just makes me so mad. And Carrie's like, Do you wonder like what he would have said? And she's like, What would you know, what's he gonna do? And Carrie's like, Well, you know, people make mistakes. I cheated on Aiden and he and he gave me a second chance. And then she goes, But then look how that turned out. And so it's yeah, like, that's yeah, different. Okay. Um I can't believe she brought that up. Like, what? Why would you even like? How is that the point that you're trying to prove right now? You know, Carrie like, is all about Carrie. Yeah, I know. It's like Carrie, Carrie, gonna carry. You're gonna bring up your double failed relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and Come Samantha's on, like, I'm still not done with like my revenge plan. I gotta do more. So she makes flyers that say che- with his face on it that say cheater, yes. and she goes and distributes them through a neighborhood, and a cop stops her. Fun fact: the cop is played by uh, Chandra Wilson of Grey's Anatomy fame. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Oh wow! Yeah, oh, like super early role for her, like right. yeah, possibly first role. I didn't check, but um, wow. I can confirm that that's her. Uh, and she's like, "Ma'am, you can't be doing that." And then Samantha's like, uh, "He cheated on me and was like a piece of shit." And then she just goes, "Carry on." <laughs> but then, like, 
technically she kind of committed two uh crimes right because first she's trying to plaster his face on the the light pole and then she yeah do that and then the wind then she litters she starts, yeah she litters i was like officer <laughs> i mean but i guess at that point she's like if i'm gonna if she's gonna let her hang him up she's like probably don't care about yeah and also it's new york i mean it's new york way I mean, more going on right yeah i mean yeah. I mean, she's not like. I mean, is she adding to the trash that's already in the street? Yeah. Yeah, but, but it ain't. It ain't a dent in the whole, you know, yeah. as a scheme. So, but so yeah. They, you know. And then the kind of conclusion to Samantha's story there is, uh, they're at the Fleet Week party, and she's been dancing with sailors and having a good time. But then she checks her messages, and she gets a voicemail from Richard saying, like. Look, you plastered my neighborhood with flyers. You threw a drink in my face. I'm still trying to get a hold of you. Don't you kind of want to talk to me about this? I mean, he's trying. But here's... But I think he's manipulative and sucks. He's... Well, this is is, is, is my only thing, right? Uh, Okay, you have two... At least two thoughts in my head, right? One thought, okay, maybe he does truly love her and he's really trying to get her back. But also... The other side is is thinking he's a rich, powerful man, and he doesn't really like rejection or like not. Yeah. Like he doesn't like losing. That's and more what I think. This is. is a loss, and yeah. he's trying to get his ego back. You know what I mean? And so I, I I'm kind of on the fence about if she should you know meet up with him. And I kind of feel bad for Samantha because you know she's listening to the voice message and is kind of swooning over mm-hmm. she's you know the walls are coming down she's kind of breaking her down and she's getting you know you know she's getting soft again and i just don't know i mean i don't think that's gonna be good for her i don't want a girl to get hurt again i mean you know she don't deserve it no she's the it. best one of the bunch yeah. she doesn't deserve this yeah she's been out there she's been out there you know acting the fools that you know it'd be nice yeah. to have better have a little something something you know that's real yeah but back to the love thing, because at the top of the episode, Carrie is uh, taking herself, like, basically at a bunch of activities in New York. She's seen, you know, going all sorts of places and seeing old movies. I, they try to make it seem, I, they make it seem nice. I do love a solo movie. There's been, like, oh, yeah. hey. I, especially if it's something I want to see really badly. And, I, and like, people, it, honestly, it tends to be horror because not, not all of my friends really like scary movies, and I get it. And, like, it's so fun yeah. to drag someone to something that they're going to be miserable sitting through so uh, like re- most recently i went and saw nope um by myself because i was literally about to bring that up did you see it <laughs> yeah i saw it oh it was I, great great yeah. oh i loved it i loved oh, it but i went and saw it with somebody who a is not really a horror fan and b isn't a fan of jordan peele i'm like why did you come why did they come oh my yeah, god I, I listen i suggested the movie on a on a tuesday and we went and saw it on friday i'm like and she told after we watched the movie, she was all miserable, like huffing and puffing through it. And then like at the end, I'm like, "Did you like it?" She's like, "It was boring. Nothing happened." And I'm like, I'm "Like not really a big fan of Jordan Peele." And I'm like, "Then why did you say yes when I said let's go see no? Why would you say yes? Why wouldn't you yeah. say let's go see something else or let's go do something else?" You yeah, kind of ruined my good time because I thought we were having a you know it kind of sucks because mm-hmm. you know when you're with somebody who doesn't enjoy it, it's really like seeing him miserable you're like yeah i, I can't enjoy this as much because you're miserable it also helps that carrie is like barely employed but whatever <laughs> oh did you see carrie uh i mean it, it didn't have any impact on the show or the episode but um i noticed how she was making her way down to the theater she stepped in a big old puddle of water 
Oh, yeah. and she, you know, and you know, Carrie, when it comes to shoes, and yeah, water, yeah, how she is. And I'm surprised that, like, it wasn't more of a thing, yeah, you know what I mean? Obviously, she was, you know, they're trying to get the they're probably just trying to get the wide shot. Of it's, people, yeah, like, it's for the specific shoes, thing they're going for. And she does, yeah. people have made fun of it, especially with the, the rebooted show. She does this weird little, like, run skip thing she kind of does where she'll, like, she doesn't just walk, she, like, kind of skips runs a little skips and it's very it's just like a very distinctive thing yeah, yeah it's like a trot it's yeah a trot. she has like a weird little trot all the time it's yeah. very strange um but also, anyway uh her going to see a movie alone that's not a carry move usually i don't know like, it is unusual and that's why like charlotte i think is so weirded out and brings up the great loves thing because she's like yeah. you went and saw a movie by yourself on date night didn't people think oh that poor girl First of all, girl, she's an adult, man. Like, <laughs> secondly, Charlotte, no one else thinks like you. I mean, maybe. Totally. I mean, granted, there probably were some people in there that's like, oh, she's you know, seeing a movie by herself. But like, oh my god, I could never. But like, I would not be like, yo, that's dope. She's no, because I, I, when I do go by myself, I'm clearly like in my fucking bliss. Because yeah. I'm also, uh, if I'm not getting popcorn, I usually like I like the AMC shitty mozzarella sticks. Yeah, I know good. they're not good. They're I know they're good. not good for me. I don't get no, no, no. They're pretty good though. But they're delicious. they're so good though. They're pretty good. That's they're tough. like fucking delicious somehow, even though they're just like microwaved for three minutes, and yet they're like one of the, my favorite things in the fucking world. I love delicious. them. Delicious. So, because yeah, I basically did this like a couple weeks ago. I went and saw Nope by myself with my little mozzarella sticks. Oh yeah. And a Coke. Great time. I think I also got candy. Also amazing. And then I went to Barnes and Noble and bought a shit ton of books. It was a great day. That sounds awesome. That's way better than my Nope experience. Loved the movie, hated yeah. the company. I wish I would have went by myself, honestly, because I would have had a way better time yeah. just watching the movie by myself because it was a great movie. I thought it was, yeah. dude, that monkey scene changed. Oh my God. I, so already scary. Knew, I already knew chimps were vicious, but like, yeah. just, you know what I mean? And they didn't even really, they didn't really like show how vicious chimps can be. Yeah allowing your brain to like have that the imagination of what that attack looked like was like perfect. your brain filled in the blanks and then oh, yeah oh man perfect that was like it because it was kind of like you know it was very reminiscent of like older scary movies where like you know you didn't see the the monster until the last like 10 minutes of the movie yeah because like, once you i, I, I imagine i don't want to spoil it too much because uh yeah once you realize what's happening with the the alien thing yeah Af after the like rodeo scene yeah and what it's doing it's like that's horrifying it's horrifying. so like scary yeah <laughs> straight, up. straight up it's it's great um yeah also anybody that says that they don't like that movie you just want the shit spoon fed to you sorry you gotta think a little bit when you go see this movie i know i mean it's not like you didn't have to do that with every other movie that Jordan Peele has ever done. You got to yeah. a little bit. You got and some would argue that us, us wasn't even that subtle. Like people feel like, and yeah, you know, and people are still like, "Oh, this, this sucks." Like, no, you just got to use your brain a little bit. That's all. A little brain power. You got to yeah. think a little bit. I know. I know. It sucks. And like, kind of the point of us too is also like, it's you know, it's not really meant to have this like tidy, clean answer as to what these the the dupl the double people are it's 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 just it's a big metaphor it's a big mo 
uh i'm not the first person to come up with it it's the whole like there's a two americas thing if you think about it where it's like people living really similar lives but you know they're disadvantaged it's, it's, you know and, and among a million other like interpretation analytical things that right. are all out there all good it's so it's so fascinating for that and that's like part of the fun of nope too is when you like it's an enjoyable movie and then when you stop and think about like spectacle and hollywood and you know control and thinking knowing thinking what you can control what you can't control and on and on on and on i'm like it's amazing yeah it's yeah i'm going i mean i'm definitely gonna go see it again i'm gonna go see it again by myself and just enjoy it yeah just like take it what i'm gonna do yeah i'm just gonna enjoy i'm just gonna go by myself i'm gonna do what you did man that sounds amazing like Give me a bunch of snacks. Go yeah. see it by myself, and like, just take myself out on a date because I, I gotta, I gotta do a redo. Because not only did I have bad company, when I came home, I had a friend that was staying over, and he like locked my keys in the apartment, so I had to call a locksmith to come and get oh my, my fucking apartment open. Yeah, it was just do over. You one hundred percent need a nope do over. I, I gotta do a redo. Yeah, it was, it was a terrible Friday night. It was a terrible Friday. Oh no, and yeah. that was date night, Chris. I know. Because you had such a terrible date on date night. I know. See, Charlotte? And I was with someone. And I was with someone. So what does that tell you? I should have went alone. I should have did a carry. I'd have been way better off. Yeah. So so, being locked out of my apartment thing would have kind of ruined the date night if I was by myself and had a great time and then came home with that. You know what I mean? So, you know, it was kind of par for the course, you know? Terrible uh, company. Come home to a terrible thing happening. Right on point. Um, <laughs> so that, anyway that takes us back to the brunch and that's when they talk about the great loves and Aiden and Big and you know yeah Carrie is clearly like oh okay fine and you know Charlotte tries to backpedal it but like it's too late Charlotte <laughs> you said what you said yeah yeah it's already out there my boy like you can't really can't really roll that one back you kind of yeah you know but it is funny. I do like uh, when they first spot the sailors, Samantha's like, fuck yeah, we're going to fuck some sailors there in town. And Carrie is like, I'm oh good. Like, I know I'm like supposed to be on the hunt, but like, yeah. I like don't feel like chasing sailors. And I'm like, respect. I get it. I yeah. Know. You know what? Honestly, that was a, you know, you could definitely see that Carrie has a lot of growth as mm-hmm. far as character wise, because yeah, you know, if this was like two seasons ago, she'd been like, "Yeah, let's go fucking hang out let's with some sailors." Some like, sailors. Yeah. You know, yes, yeah, she does kind of eventually change her mind, and we'll get to that. But like, even when she changed her mind, she was still reluctantly, yeah, in the company. Like she, you could tell overall, she really didn't want to be there. Like she just wanted to go home and like be by herself for a while, which is yeah. Man, sometimes sometimes you sometimes, need that. Yeah, sometimes it ain't really like you ain't really trying to be out yeah i'm saying like it's better um so let's see so they uh carry you know ponders like time come by do we lose like our carefree selves or we missed the boat blah 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 blah. um and i was gonna ask you that like do you feel that way like do you feel like um uh like that you missed the boat like, like getting older as far as like I think doing for, all that a while, I think for a while I did okay. like oh maybe I didn't date enough or I didn't okay. do this that or the other thing but at the same time I'm like it's not you know 
necessarily like my personality and like I didn't love clubs when I was in my 20s and didn't like have fun that's just not my style like and I think that that's okay like that's fine I'm I'm kind of at peace with that like I was not because I do like as far as like you know hookups and dating like I'm not a hookup type person so like going to a club find someone and like just taking it like which I you want to do that do it but that's like not that's not my thing that's not what gets me excited or happy like I'm I'd always be like, why can't I just like go have conversations with people? Or like, why can't we like go bowling, do other shit? Like, I know that bowling's like the lamest thing I could think of, but it's not that bad. It's, it's fun. It's pretty fun. You, you lie to yourself if it's not yeah, fun. It's pretty fun. It, um, it really depends on company, right? It's certainly not about right. me at that you know. But you know, just it. Uh, and I think especially like being in LA for most of my twenties, I think there was sort of like oh maybe I should have gone to like wilder party or people have like crazier drinking stories or wilder party stories and I don't but like okay I, I don't that's so what you know yeah. it's it doesn't uh doesn't really matter you know no I mean honestly and like <laughs> you know in that in that sense of uh, of the nature too like as as fun as television and movies and stuff like that make it seem it's also quite dangerous because you never know who the fuck is out there and yeah. you put yourself in the, it's like you're compromising yourself doing things and that. like dating is fine like going out on a date mm-hmm. or something like that but like you know going around hooking up with a bunch of people like you just never know you know what i mean like yeah it's just especially especially unfortunately as a woman you know what i mean like it's even more dangerous mm-hmm. so it's like yeah i can understand you missing out on that but also probably better for it in the long run and stuff like that because you know you're you seem like the kind of person who's very selective with who you yeah yeah so i feel like when you choose somebody that person is probably someone of substance so that's i think that's i think that's more fulfilling than just like just some random like whatever i'm gonna get this in and get it out kind of thing you know what i mean yeah and like they're you know and people like go off and like do like adventurous like running around like i uh, yeah running around cities all night doing this uh the other thing and I've, I've not not done some of those things but I just haven't done it that often and like uh i i don't know so like uh i don't think i'm like overly sheltered though or like i've i've cut myself off from like things i so i feel like sometimes people might make that assumption or whatever but yeah no, not so. I don't think so. Like, uh, you know, again, I don't think I would have lasted and like made it through third, no, fourteen years in LA, right? Um, without doing something right, you know. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I think yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I you know, I don't. I mean, maybe I, don't, I guess I don't know. I I just don't think that like you missed out on anything. Yeah. Like, you know and people always complain they're like oh my god la is so fake and the parties and people are so fake i'm like well you choose to go to that stuff right yeah yeah if you go to that shit you're gonna get fake shit yeah like sorry that's just what it is this is how it works yeah yeah you can't be like oh my god like the people here are so fake like i know i've talked about it before but you know i have people that i used to know from college and stuff who moved back home and would say like oh i couldn't imagine raising a kid here and i'm like well who the fuck are you hanging out with like right yeah that's uh you know yeah, like, imagine yeah like who are you choosing to procreate with like maybe you should yeah evaluate that before you even worry about like having a kid because like oh no la is shallow terrible oh please the suburban shit and like you know where i'm from of like 
it's almost worse trying to keep up with like you know neighbors and stuff like that and like suburbia oh my god you know yeah that's why, that's why people fucking we you know lost so much in like the recession and the housing crisis because everybody was buying too much house for family you know that's what crashed a lot of people was this like right. absurd notion of keeping up with things you know and and then like i said you know being trying to be like la is so fake and phony like well yeah if you hang out constantly with fake and funny people there are real ones i've made no you know. and it's not even and that's the thing too is like it, I, and i hate when people say la because it kind of gives californians a bad name because yeah. most people that live here are actually cool as fuck yeah like actually like born and raised in los angeles you know or southern california in general like it's so different yeah it's it's and they rightfully you know make fun of people who travel here and they're like oh my god this city is so fake it's like yeah you're not even going to any of the real parts of the city you're going to like just the places you see on instagram and all that shit you know exactly yes exactly and that's another thing that kind of makes it yeah you gotta if you go around a bunch of tourist shit yeah of course people look fake or it's gonna you know what i mean like that's yeah it makes a lot of sense like and i like going to that stuff good that's just because i like kitsch but and i but i don't go there all the time like right you know there because again there's so many other cool things in la if you dig past that and you know uh the you know history and and you know culture and all sorts of stuff like it's it's crazy but it is crazy too to think this was not Hollywood did put Los Angeles on the map because I read something at like a historical site that was like LA didn't really have a lot going for it it was like a shipping port kind of but like yeah there was some oil but it's like such a weird spot and then it was like and then Hollywood came to town <laughs> and put LA on the map uh, but it's like, like again hollywood is really like that's when like people think it's all about it's not really hollywood that's that bad yeah it's like people that come to hollywood are kind of yeah so yeah it's all good um but so after carrie visits miranda she takes herself on another like day date um this is where carrie and i differ she did not check the hours of the guggenheim museum it is closed on thursdays and apparently it was a thursday because she got all the way to the museum and it was closed all right. I am Wait. a pl- I am a planner though by nature. Yeah. So I would have like looked up when is the museum open? Right. That's like yeah. I mean like okay. Because here's the thing. I get New York. You can kind of just like go off on a whim. And yeah. Go do things, and that's very true because you know ninety nine times out of you know hundred shit is open, and you're it's good to yeah. go unless something really crazy is going on in the city it's not gonna you don't need to plan out anything unlike la but like i feel like a museum is probably something you just want to just just do a little just, search just call, call just call them like, hey y'all open today just in case yeah look it up in the phone book or the newspaper yeah. or something just give a little, still 2002 you can do just that give a little call yeah uh but she's struggling with the wind and then there's a sudden downpour and she does her crazy like fucking shriek thing she always does <laughs> yeah i was gonna i was gonna ask if you if you yeah if if that was yeah because he was doing that i remember okay the first time i remember her doing it was when they came to la and she kept screaming every time the dogs bark in north hollywood yeah yeah <laughs> which i get it because there are a lot of dogs in north hollywood I, yeah. I currently right now just about every house you pass there's dogs <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. you can't pass a house if it has a yard they got dogs yeah um so then she gets caught in a downpour though 
and she's sta- standing under an awning and there's like a, a cute guy there and she just oh my god makes it so fucking weird like yeah. zero to 60 verbal diarrhea of weirdness bro. <laughs> oh so weird it's so uncomfortable she's like Ugh. you know if this were a romantic french movie we'd fall in love and get married and then she's like but i don't want to marry you i just met you she's like give me five minutes but i don't want to get married he said i do because i was engaged last year and then <laughs> and the guy just finally leaves <laughs> yeah i feel like that scene was Zoe Deschanel's whole character in New Girl because that was literally <laughs> everything that she would do in New Girl. Like that little that one scene was like the entire series of the show. She was so fucking awkward. Uh, they they figured they well. I mean, the point was she was a, what was it? Adorable is the marketing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love New Girl, but that's honestly no. Oh, I did too. Yeah, no. I've been rewatching it as like my as like a comfort watch thing. Um, and I, I mean, I uh, look. Did I rewind? the last like 30 seconds of episode the second season episode cooler where he kisses her for the first time you bet your fucking ass i did god damn it it's a good show it's It's a a good good show show. and that kiss is so fucking hot oh my god uh jake johnson i just love that guy chemistry with everybody it's insane i know dude like i know it's very rare to see a show like that where the chemistry just pops and it seems like there was like anybody that they brought in like it, it sucked that damon waynes jr kept going in and out of the yeah. show he was such a great addition to the whole cast as well like but I, and i know he did that. the reason why he was doing that because he was on another show as yeah. well but like man dude such a just just kismet man like yeah they all just fit together yeah with- oh and uh fucking max greenfield schmidt is so you know perfect i still say youths you know i was yes. like there's youths <laughs> And then I love. And then he, out there, be careful. The street youths. A street youth told me. <laughs> His delivery is just so fucking impeccable on everything. Yeah. It's so spot on. Yeah. And then I, I, it's a later season thing, but it was a sound on TikTok and it was used so perfectly though that I always laugh where it's he goes to like the do- his daughter's preschool and there's yeah. like you're talking to the other little girl and he's and she's like I don't know where she is. They let a. a guy in here and he's like oh who she goes a white man he goes a white man no (laughs) (laughs) and then he's like did they stop him the little girl goes no he goes typical (laughs) not wrong (laughs) yeah it's not wrong i just it's uh it's so funny that was the best that was like i said carrie was like it was like fucking zoe nation like in that five that little little internet because like she just basically went from like the guy was like oh she's kind of cute okay she's kind of weird but yeah. okay i'm getting the fuck out of here i i don't want to be here anymore like he's like fuck this me cute i'm done I, yeah I'm he's hurt. like and maybe oh no oh no she crazy bye <laughs> yeah uh so i have been called an adorable dork by the way not a dorkable but just no. an adorable dork hopefully it wasn't that bad and, no, it's because I would have known a, a Shakespeare question. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and that tracks. Incidentally, tied for third at trivia last night. Suck a dick. <laughs> Aggressive. <laughs> Somebody date me. Aggressive. <laughs> Aggressive. Love of God. Um, <laughs> So that so after the storm and terrifying a man, she <laughs> goes to a diner. 
and uh, to dry off and get some some matzo ball soup. And the they're best like character ever on television. That old lady. I fuck. So the the, this was supposed to be a cautionary seen. tale. This old right. lady yeah. of like maybe you shouldn't be single in New York too long because you right. might go insane and crush your lithium pills onto your ice cream. Fuck that. That lady was living her best fucking life. Like, listen, she might have been depressed, but she was also happy, okay? She's like, she was the happiest person in that room. You know yeah. why? Lithium on chocolate ice cream. She's living, okay? And you know she They were like, oh, you're going to be a bad, because like, you know, they did the whole thing where it's like, oh, I had this guy, but then I thought something better was going to come along and, you know. Yeah. Which you I, know, do, I do think, though, yeah. that that little part, I do think it's going to happen more, not, not, not then, because social media wasn't a thing, but I do mm-hmm. think that social media has tainted a lot of people's vision on like what love is or what they think they deserve. And they always like yeah. try to get the bigger, better thing. And I think a lot of people are going to, especially women, because women like, get more attention on social media than men do. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a lot of women that are going to end up alone if they don't like curb that shit because yes, like, but there's also going to be a lot of men who end up alone if they don't oh, yeah, start listening to fucking Andrew Tate and all that no, other crazy I don't, I don't think as many listening to it as people think, but I do think social media in general is like fucking up the dating game. It's going to have a lot of people alone because we're thinking that like because of what we see on social media, they think we think that we can go out and get that. And it's like, that's yeah. not for everybody. That's not, you know, that's not not everybody's gonna get the you know the 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 rich fucking flying all across the world lifestyle yeah. fucking that we see on Instagram like that shit is bullshit. That's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. And if we keep feeding that bullshit, there's gonna be a lot of people alone. Straight yeah. up, yeah, straight up. Um, but yeah, and and also that lady probably lives in a rent controlled apartment from like nineteen fucking seventy two, and you know lives in like some old building and like yeah it's probably a walk up but you know what she still got it and she goes to that diner like every day and just hangs out and probably yeah. like does a bunch of other weird cool new york shit like that's the dream like it's being like a crazy old new york lady like that yeah. fucking goals man it's like that's what that's I want. damn bro yeah she was living i yeah but that's yeah she's all glammed up too she's wearing like a cool hat and coat so she's like that's why that's why i hit carrie so hard because you know she's big in the fashion and you know what i mean and clearly that lady is like decade behind in fashion right right right. from like the 80s so you know like if this was 1982 she'd be solid but like yeah so that that was another thing that kind of freaked carrie out she's like she's basically just like me but like older (laughs) <laughs> yeah but look look i'm not gonna lie like as much as i'm like yeah i, I well, believe me i do want a partner um mm-hmm. or, or feller um but there is but <laughs> i'm also down for um being like a cool swamp witch like on the edge of a town and just like hanging out in like a cottage and shit and like doing my thing okay yeah. <laughs> a swamp witch. yeah never heard that term before never gonna unhear it there you go <laughs> like a nice swamp witch. Like I'm a cool, like yeah, I'm yeah, a nice yeah. one. You, know, you won't be like Shrek. You'll be like, I don't know. Is there who's a nice who's a nice swamp w- a winch? Uh, I don't know. They usually get a bad rap, but I'm gonna change that. Okay. <laughs> hey, listen, you, somebody's gotta do it. It might as well be you. It's gonna be me. Justice for swamp witches. Um fair. So Carrie leaves the diner and she's like, oh my God, maybe like it, it's too our, my relationship with New York is so you know, it's too much. 
But then uh, she's trying to get a cab and uh, about to miss it. But then a bunch of sailors hop out of a cab and save the cab for her. And that's and the one invites her to um, the Fleet Week party. And that's, I've never actually, I feel like I've only read his name. I've not known how to pronounce it. Daniel, um, either Sunjata or Sunhata. I'm not sure. S-U-N-J-A-T-A. Wow. Um, and he's been a bunch of stuff. I feel like uh, our potential audience might recognize him most from the Devil Wears Prada. He was the designer, James. Oh Hurst. yeah. Um, what do you call it? Nope, uh, operas too. I think he did a similar. Yeah, and I think he's done like uh, maybe also Grey's Anatomy or something like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's very. Also, in my opinion, probably the most handsome guy that's been on the show so far. Super. I, I was, I was gonna be like, and he's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. And and Carrie didn't even want. Never mind. We'll get there. We'll get there. But yeah, gonna go but, there. But uh, like easily one of the hottest men that's been on the show. Like it has to be. If if not the top one, at least top five. Because yeah. I don't think there's ever been one that's like been that good looking. Like yeah, I was even like, like when oh the top of I was like, Carrie, you gonna you gonna fucking go, bitch? Get you know this <laughs> Get this feller. Um. Yeah. So they go to uh the Carrie Smith and Charlotte go strut through Times Square. I have to say they all look great here. I really yeah. love Samantha's outfit. Is of course. Chef's kiss, so good. Um, but they all look really like done up, pretty uh, hot. It's it's good stuff. It's like yeah, that's what it's you need. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Definitely. Um, so they they go to the uh, party and get separated immediately. This might be one of my favorite moments. Carrie is looking for friends, and, and a cute sailor talks to her, and he goes, <laughs> "You're funny. You remind me of my mom." And she just goes, "Bye bye." <laughs> Dude, like the worst compliment to ever give a woman. The worst. Like I don't give a fuck if there was a woman who's twenty-two years old. You don't tell her that she reminds you of your mom. It may sound like a compliment in your head, but guess what, buddy? It's not. Oh, it's so it's bad. Not. Just like if you were a dude and you were trying to hit on a girl, you wouldn't say, "Oh, if she told you that she remind if you reminded her of her brother." Yeah, that's a kick in the balls, right? So why would you say that? You know, or if she said, "Oh, you remind me of my dad," and you're like an older yeah. man, like it's a kick in the balls. So why on earth was any? And I've heard, I've heard men say that to women before, and I'm like, what? Yeah, what? Hang it's on, a no from me, dog. Like, yeah, get some more light in this house. Yeah. Oh, and I left. Sorry. That's yeah, be like you never tell a woman that she reminds you of her mother unless. She's your wife and a mother of your child. Then maybe you can say that if you her and her have a good relationship. You yeah, know what I mean? maybe. If, but if like you know, if your mother in law, if your wife and or, yeah, yeah, if your wife and your mom don't really get along, you know, maybe leave that alone. Maybe actually, maybe just as a good rule of thumb, don't ever say that. Uh, edible, edible, edible compliments are not compliments. <laughs> you don't yeah. want to be reminded of Oedipus. Yeah, that guy fucked his mom, and then gouged his own eyes out. Yeah, and true then killed, I don't know. That's true. Killed, also it's, killed his dad too. Yeah, he killed his dad. You, you don't want that. Bad scene. You don't want it. Um, so uh, you know, uh, Samantha finds a sailor just hanging out with him. Charlotte finds her sailor, and she flashes the tit, and and Carrie spots her, and is like, it freaks out. And then Carrie finally catches back up with Samantha, and she's like. Man, I've seen everybody's boobs today, but yours and Samantha just drops her top down out of the blue and gets obviously like a big cheer from the crowd. And Carrie's like, yes. "What the fuck?" 
It's like, why is everybody showing me their goddamn boobs today? What yeah. the fuck? It's your day, Kara. You got to see everybody's boobs. Listen, if you're not going to show yours, you got to see everybody. That's the deal. Right? That's, the, that's the contract. There you go. <laughs> no show, you got to see. So uh, <laughs> Carrie is about to leave, and then her sailor shows up, and he's like, you can't go. I came all this way to dance with a New York City girl. So they do. It's, it's pretty good stuff. It's pretty sexy. Yeah. And they go out on like a you know fire escape, and she's like, you know, how many great loves do you think we get in a lifetime? And he says, maybe one if you're lucky. And she's like, mm, I'm glad I stayed. I had a rough day with New York, but, uh, you know, you, this helped make it better. He's like, ah, I could never live here. You know, the hustle bustle of the traffic and garbage and smells and blah, 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 blah. And she's like, well, I'm going to head on home. Yeah, and- she turned him down because of that. I was like, Karen, are you sure? Are you sure that's what that's the hill you want to die on? The New York hill. Yeah. Cause I this is uh yeah, because she leaves and she's like, if you only get one great love, New York might be mine, and no one can talk shit about my boyfriend. And so she talks about uh, she also talks about like anchors letting go of the past, who cares? It's all the same yeah. metaphor, it doesn't matter. Okay, because I want okay. Now I know that's part of the story and it has nothing to do with it, but do you feel like it was written that way because like you think like maybe people didn't want to see her hook up with somebody like outside of her race because she's never done that on the show, right? Oh, it's all been like all white men, right? Good question. Um, yeah, Carrie has not dated a non-white fella. Yeah, Samantha has. Samantha has. Uh, Miranda will. Fun fact that's coming up. And Charlotte um, has before, I believe, on this in the show so far. I think Charlotte has actually. I think she has. I think she didn't she date a black dude for like a hot second. No. I don't think she did. I feel like it no, I'm thinking of some I'm thinking of another show. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I'm thinking of another um, show. Not her. She was even but even her is another brunette in the show. Yeah. No, um, you know, there I bet well, here's the thing is like one, probably. Uh, two, they <laughs> they were going for like a whole, you know, corny New York. New York is a character in the show too. Yeah. Um, which has like kind of finally been like made fun of to death, and like it, you know. Yeah. I do. I think there's. I New York is obviously a fantastic city, and I do love yeah. like when there's you know movies or shows or whatnot that like um, highlight the the fun like spontaneous nature of new york which i think is what they were trying to do with this um you know i i don't you know maybe like not intentionally yeah they were like she can only date a white guy but you know it's it's unfortunately narratively is just the default so much creative goes to up until very very recently you know where it's like you know well, I, I just wanted that because, like, you know, we were talking about Hitch earlier, right? It's another mm-hmm. New York-based uh, uh, movie. Well, the, uh, the original, it wasn't even supposed to be Eva Mendez. The original actress that they wanted to play that role was actually Cameron Diaz. But they were afraid mm-hmm. that, like, people wouldn't receive it well seeing an interracial couple on, on screen. So, yeah, I mean, was, it would not... around the time of this, it was like, I think Hitch happens, well, like a year later? I think it's Probably, Yeah, like two years later, Max. Yeah, so, I mean, if that... And that's why I wonder, I was like, you know, if this is two years earlier, then if they didn't feel that way in 2004 or three, yeah. whatever it was, and they definitely didn't feel it at this time, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, you know, 
I, I, like I said, I think it's uh, maybe both intentional and unintentional because you're, she is the lead of the show. Yeah. And just because it's all Hollywood's like all run by like white people again, until very, very recently. And even then, unfortunately, not that, not as much as you want it to be shaken right. up by this point. Right. But, you know, the default when, you know, people are writing or creating is just like, she's a lead character and she's white. She will therefore automatically go with a white person. And that's just what we'll do. You know, like I said, we're getting, we're getting better, like sure. about it. There's no reason why, like, she, you know, Aiden couldn't have been like a black guy or a Latino right. guy or, or Asian or yeah. any, you know, yeah, and, and Native American or whatever, you know, like, because, uh, but then the, then the show would absolutely run into the problem of like not acknowledging like certain realities about New York being a non-white person in New York. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and true. you know, that's this is not the show that. really to handle that. I mean, you, the episode with Samantha dating the black guy was not good right. <laughs> it thought that's it was it. doing something yeah and, that's fair that's and fair. technically at the time it i don't i don't want to give it that episode that much credit it was trying something it was they were trying something. they were trying they were trying it just didn't really work that's right. really what it was like, at least they were trying i'll give it i'll give that episode that they tried to do some things yeah uh yeah i mean that and that, I just wonder that. I mean, I don't, I didn't, it just, cause I mean, I guess when you say it though, it actually makes more sense when you were saying that like, you know, New York was a character in this episode. So like, in a way, New York was kind of her boyfriend. Like, you know, yeah. she, told, she doesn't want to be in a relationship right now. She's kind of having fun just exploring the city as a single woman mm-hmm. and making New York her boyfriend. So in a way, I guess if she would have went home with him, she would have felt like she was cheating on New yeah. York. If it was like, you know, almost like an autonomous character in this show so in and he's episode, also like a younger guy and right. she finally stopped dating dudes in their 20s, 20s yeah 20 something yeah because he's definitely he's very clearly a, like a young 20 well, something guy i guarantee you she'd ran into big at that party she would went home with him because oh, you know, always big and then 20 something big and then 20 something yeah <laughs> that's always the that's her pattern that's it, yeah <laughs> it's a miracle she didn't well it's because she broke up with aiden that she didn't right into, into a 20 something's arms right <laughs> yeah because i was like uh I was like, man, if, if like, like, poor dude, like, if, if Big would have been there, he'd have got some. Yeah. <laughs> he would have definitely got some. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, that's uh, so. And then I noticed, like, right at the tail end, the shot goes to black and white of Carrie walking through Times Square. Uh, I'm not quite sure why, just like an artistic, you know, sort of. For French, the French movie. The French, yeah, yeah the French yeah, movie like thing. A, like, and a note to that French or French uh, filmmaking because you know a lot of early French filmmaking was like black and white stuff you know yeah and uh and New York just always does look pretty cool in black and white when you it was great that was a great shot I love film it. and photograph it yeah. yeah it was a great shot good times and okay. that's that's the the return of Sex in the City for yeah, the show man. and for us great opener yeah great opener yeah what, a, what an episode to like come back from break uh to you know <laughs> yeah yeah that was that was a really fun episode I, I enjoyed it it definitely, yeah, it was like a, it was almost like a second love letter to New York again, mm-hmm. you know, which is great. Yeah, I think, like, I, and I think, uh, like I said, it's, this is probably more intentional. Sure. Um, yeah. 
And I think just as successful though, because I, I, you know, like part of what appeals to people about New York is like I've said, the spontaneous nature of it. You can just go anywhere or do anything within the city. Things are always, like you said, always open usually, except for the Guggenheim, apparently on Thursdays. Um, But, you know, things are typically open and available and there's just always, there's always something happening. Yeah. And you can find it. Yeah. It's great. I mean, I think, yeah, that, that was, like I said, this was a, it was a cool, fun episode. It definitely, like, again, kind of, you know, again, it, it, it was a great, it's also, uh, I think it was a, a bigger love letter for people who've actually been to New York. Mm-hmm. Because if you've never been to New York, you don't really kind of get it. But if you've seen it, you kind of yeah. understand why uh, Cherry would just want to, like, go out and then kind of just explore New York and just, mm-hmm. you know, have, like, a day or days to herself you know because you can just do that there it's, it's yeah very, it's a very fun city to do that like, i mean i went there in march and uh you know we went a couple places and i absolutely i was like yeah i could move here yeah <laughs> I, I don't know if i can move here but i could i could live there for sure if i okay i'll tell you back i can move there if i had a really good paying job right right <laughs> a really That's good consistent paying job where i could like yeah. live in manhattan and be chilling cool but like it it used to not it used to be easier to move to new york and start over you know that's there's a million songs about it and, right. and things because it you know it, things used to be more affordable in general and then also in the big city you could make your you know it would be expensive but you could kind of make your money go further yeah and, and either make your money go further and or find more opportunity right like more jobs or, or just chances to make money or whatnot it is so much less so now which is a huge bummer <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i almost did move to new york before i moved to la i was considering it but ultimately i chose la and i i think i did the better choice but i honestly I, and i didn't feel when i every time i've been to new york i didn't feel uncomfortable like i definitely like as soon as oh. i get there it feels like i i see what you're saying where you're saying you could live there because i mean it does almost feel like home honestly when you get when you soon mm-hmm. as you like stay there for like more than two or three days so yeah i get it i get it no just you know like we're obviously i was in a hotel but like just oh let me walk outside and go there's like you know it, it, there wasn't a bodega or whatever there's like yeah. you know a cvs right across the street there was like a string of restaurants just around the corner um you know i went to the tenement museum on like the lower east side and you know that's obviously where a lot you know still have just residential really you know, apartments and stuff like that but there was you know things happening and moving i was like oh i you could totally do that like i was like yeah i could totally do this yeah it's very it's just it, and it's very convenient honestly New yeah York. It's, i mean not, not so much convenient on your wallet for certain things but right. like honestly the only thing that's really expensive is rent like food is pretty cheap mm-hmm. and things well, not now not, i mean well uh, you said you went to march i was there in october so things might have changed that's 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 enough months for things to have changed but yeah inflation's getting compared us. to la honestly, i feel like i spent less money on food in new york than i ever did in la especially in, like the bodegas and shit like that yeah. like bodegas are mad cheap unless you're going to one in manhattan in yeah. <laughs> that's a little different that's not even really a bodega that's more like a corner store <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i mean I, I you know and i do love a corner store and um you know People have like not criticized LA, but been like, oh, you know, there's no bodegas. And I'm like, well, like, there are corner stores here in LA. It's just they're not as convenient to walk to as like a bodega right. in New York. You know? Yeah, that's yeah, that that's what LA is missing is the convenience of say yeah. corner stores. Because like unless you live in smaller areas like 
they say my area, like North Hollywood, you ain't really going to be getting a, a corner store that's like a walkable distance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So anyway, yeah. tell the people where they can find us, Elizabeth. Well, they can find us most easily uh, if you go to Instagram and you go to at, oh, I lost it. Show me what podcast. It's been a while. Again, a little rusty, a little rusty. You're good. Uh, <laughs> um, and that'll take you to our Twitter, our Facebook, our YouTube, and all the fun places you can see us and oh, hear yeah. us. And um, you can find me at Elizabeth Movies on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Yeah. And you can find me at Christopher T. Mac on all social media platforms, Twitter, uh, uh, Instagram, and TikTok as well. Mm-hmm. And as always, we still got Arlo Australia candles boop, 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 boop. and all their other awesome scented products. Uh, they've expanded. Yeah. Uh, promo code show me this saves you 10%. Yes. All right. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> and that's uh, that's it for us this time. We'll be back. Uh, hope, hopefully with no gaps. This is for a Elizabeth had a hard summer. Listen, listen. If there is gaps, what y'all gonna do about it? What are you gonna do about it? Watch some more. Yep. (laughs) Go back and watch the old ones. Tell your friends. Yeah. Like, comment, subscribe. Yeah. Bye.